On today's show, who's going to be the main character for the 2023-24 NBA season? Probably James Harden, probably Victor Weminyama, probably a bunch more, and we'll play Count It Up and more on today's Locked On NBA. Let's go. You are Locked On NBA, your daily NBA podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome. You are locked on to the NBA. My name is Nick Engstead, host of the Lockdown Mavericks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show and making Lockdown NBA your first listen every day, where the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and to comment anything below. Let us know in the comment section who's going to be the main character of the 2023-24 NBA season. You know there is one. Last year, probably Embiid, Jokic. They, they, they were up there in main characters for a while. Then Jokic won the title. You know, it's probably both of them, those guys. Uh, be an everydayer, subscribe to the show on YouTube, like the video and all that. Joining me, as always, host of the Lockdown Bulls. What you got for me, Pat, the designer? My favorite thing is when news comes out that James Harden asked for a trade and every GM unanimously goes, ugh. ugh. <laughs> our 27-year-old our, our guard off the bench is untouchable. Ugh. <laughs> what, what if we sent you a pick? No. <laughs> I want to know who the main character is of the, of the season. So we're gonna name. A, we're gonna make a couple of nominations, and then we'll we'll talk about which ones we think are the most main characterish. Who, who's got that main character energy? We'll also play count it up with the with the dumb intro that I still haven't changed. With the little. <laughs> I love how furious everyone was in the comments. That's my favorite thing in the world. They were just like, you've let me down. <laughs> I know, I know. I couldn't use the sound. I couldn't use the song anymore because uh, of the rights. So I had to I had to switch to this. Just you can just hear it in the background. <laughs> I can just hear it disappointing everyone. But we'll still count up the most interesting fun things in the NBA, including how much love is too much love for an NBA player? Because I think we've got some instances this week where we might have hit some levels, so we'll talk about that a little bit later. But I want to start here. One of the main characters of 2023-24, the NBA season, is James Harden. Unequivocally, he's just going to be. We're going to talk about him enough. And a main character is not the best player in the NBA. A main character is not maybe even a good player in the, in the NBA. Just yeah. a player we're going to talk about a lot. And a player that will garner the most talk, the most headlines, the most clicks the most you know shams and woge reports about nothing that has changed like literally the report today <laughs> nothing was different shams Sharani reported that james harden had not been present with the sixers since sunday that was on wednesday so he has not been with the team basically they've played preseason games woge reported that teams have talked in recent days but a sizable gap remains in 76ers and clippers negotiations on a james harden trade sources tell espn there's been little movement for months on a deal uh, Pat, it looks like we're not getting a James Harden trade to the Clippers. My favorite thing in the world right now is the tweet that comes out of news that literally goes, there's no news. We've gotten that so many times so many this offseason. Like, <laughs> it's just like, hey, just want to let you guys know, still nothing's happening. Uh, it's almost, no, I it's mean, almost as if Elon Musk goes to these guys and is like, hey, <laughs> we've, we've got to garner some more clicks and views. I know I'm making up the view numbers, but we've still got to have something to so I can inflate these numbers a little bit. <laughs> See, can you just I, say, is anything happening with Harden? That's the Sports is the last thing working on this site. Can you? Dude, uh, James Harden is is... 
I mean, he's such an interesting conundrum at this point because when you look at the guy's actual play on the court, you're like, well, I could see there's still being something there. But then when you look at what he does to the teams, like, hey, here's the one thing that I can guarantee you about this storyline. I've said this ever since the whole Harden thing started. He will not be a sixer. He will, whether they release him, whether they figure something out. He said he, that. Or just to, whether they just tell him, stay home. He will not be a part of this team for the sanity of Joel Embiid because they will not mess up what they have with Joel Embiid here. The second Joel Embiid went, hey, I just want to be somewhere where people want to win. Everybody's like, oh, well, hey, listen now. Hold on now. No Giannis. Well, as we long as da- you, as long as Daryl Morey is in charge, James Harden has said he will not be part of a team that he is part of. So unless they're gonna fire Daryl Morey and and bring up Elton Brand or whoever else is in that organization still, like yeah. they James Harden will not play for them. That's what he said, and I believe James Harden at this point because we have seen him hold out, demand a trade, tank teams at the end. Like we, we've seen this from James Harden. So James Harden, absolutely a main character. Where does it end? <sighs> I, I at this point I, it's gonna end with I I I don't know I wanted to give a thought there but like I want to say it's gonna end with him I, I got being Pat, on I got a Pat speechless it's like no no, no I want to say it's gonna end with him being on a team he can't he doesn't have anything to say <laughs> I want to say it's gonna end with him being on a team that nobody would think of right like it ends with him on Charlotte, Charlotte. right like that's where <laughs> careers go to die that's where careers go to die right like every player we've ever heard about. His career ends in Charlotte. It's like, what's he doing the last two years? He played for the Hornets? Like, that's really what I'm expecting to happen. But it's just about what are you going, what team is going to give up assets to get him? Didn't Patrick Ewing literally do that? Yes. Uh, So did Gordon Haywood. Uh, So did, uh, I mean, like, name the player. Patrick Ewing was Orlando. Sorry, it wasn't Charlotte. But um, Oh, yeah, that's a gross. I remember that. That was gross. You know, it's actually an interesting one. Toronto. Has anyone talked about Toronto? They were like sniffing around the Damian Lillard stuff. And listen, listen. They don't have any guards, Pat. They, they've got Mas- Masai Ujiri already said he doesn't want a team that's going to be selfish, and he felt the team <laughs> played selfish next year. You do not add James Harden to that team. You think that's a deal breaker? <laughs> you think that's going to stop me? Uh, no, nah, I'm I'm so far out on the Harden at this point because there's no there's no resolution on any team that I look at and I go, yeah, I'm glad that that team did that. No team should be looking to trade for James Harden at this point. And it just should, it, it should all come to a crashing end. It's going to be your team, by the way. The bulls are definitely not going to trade for James Harden. I guarantee Doesn't that, that seem like such a bulls thing that they would do though. Not really just because I don't see like they've gone so far in the part that doesn't get in the mainstream media. And you're only going to hear over on locked on bulls with me and Hayes is the bulls have really doubled down on. We have to develop young players. Like we wanted to get competitive. We're competitive, whatever that word means at this point, 40 wins competitive. Right. But they're so in on, we have no choice, but to develop young players because that's how championship teams do it. That's just not sexy to say in this very long term. The heat are also starting Josh Richardson at, at point guard. So, uh, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the Heat too as one of these teams. I know I was on I was on here with Wes Goldberg last yeah. week, and we talked about it. Where we I, it could end with how, the it could end with the Heat. How quickly does Jim, Jimmy Butler punch him in the face? I think Jimmy Butler attempts to punch him in the face, but can't find it because of the beard. Like where does the face end and where does the beard? <laughs> 
That or he accidentally hurts him even more because he like misses and hits him in the neck. It's right. Like, the throat. <laughs> yeah, like, oh God, I didn't mean I was going for the chin. It's much shorter than I thought it was. And I think that James Harden will be a main character this season because it, this is just not going to end. I mean, we kind of just walked around it, and I'm sure several NBA, I'm sure several lockdown NBA hosts this week have walked around this, going, "Where does this thing end?" It just doesn't seem like to have any real resolution in sight. Like Woj said, there's a big gap between the Clippers, who are the only team interested in James Harden that we know of right now, and the Sixers. And so, unless a Heat or a Hornets or a Chicago Bulls or whoever else steps up and decides to give Daryl Morey what he wants. Either Daryl Morey has to say, all right, we'll take even less. Apparently it was like one pick, one swap and Terrence Mann. And the Clippers still said, still said no. No. Here's the tough part too. Like at some point you got to match salaries guys. Like you can't just, well, that, that, you, that, that's part you, of it. They, they've got the salaries. They're not worried about that. Like, Hey, we've got yeah, a Mark, yeah. we've got a, we've got a Morris brother. That's been hanging out here. We'll let you guess which one it is. <laughs> we've got a Robert Covington that our host, that our, uh, our coach, doesn't want to play. So like, we've got that covered. Like we, we've got all that. The, the problem is we don't have the, the, like the assets to give that we want to give up. Cause we don't, they don't want to give up Terrence Mann. Apparently he was untouchable. That's who I was joking about earlier. He's their 27 year old guard off the bench that they haven't unleashed yet. That they, yeah. they say is untouchable. So, Hey, it's coming. Uh, that they'll, that they'll trade him. <laughs> no, no, that, that, that Terrence Mann breakout season. It's coming. Oh, it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> 32 year old season. He'll, he'll be done. Give, give him four I'll give years. you mine, dog. Right. I'll give you my uh, main character here. All right. Coming up. Let's talk about who else is going to be main characters. Let's stop talking about James Harden. I mean, just, yes. Yes. Let's talk about the other breakout main characters of next season. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Jace medical. Jace has solved a problem that I didn't really even know existed. They've got the Jace case. You've got, I've got, I've got mine right here. Give you a little ASMR. They've got the Jace case. And you know that if you're traveling, if there's, you know, there's so many different reasons why this, you know, this item will be essential for you. They have five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. So, I mean, we've had earthquakes, fires, hurricanes, all kinds of stuff. Supply lines could be cut off. You never know when you're going to need something like this. And now you can get your Jace case right now. Don't get caught unprepared. Everybody should be empowered to care for themselves and for their loved ones during the unexpected. Check it out and see what you can get in a Jace case. Go to uh, go to go to JaceMedical.com. Use the promo code Locked On. You'll get a twenty dollars discount with your order if you use that promo code Locked On. That's one word, Locked On, all caps. You can also do that. You can get gift cards to buy for your family or your loved ones so that they can get a Jace case of their own. They also have other kind of products too. You can check out some of the Jace Daily stuff or anything else that they have on there. So don't get caught unprepared. Get your Jace case today with the five life-saving essential antibiotics that can help you with deadly bacterial infections and all that. Again, Jace Medical, J-A-S-E, medical.com. Use the promo code Locked On. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on Lockdown NBA. Being in every day or listening every day, we have a daily Lockdown show that covers your team. Check the link in the description to find a show that covers your team every day. All right, Pat, we're talking about the main characters of the 2023-24 season. James Harden, absolutely going to be a main character, is already a main character at this point. My next main character, a guy we were talking about at the beginning of this, Victor Wembenyama. Absolutely a main character. He is going to be talked about so much. He's the next guy. He's the next one that, that everybody's going to look at. He's going to take all the attention away from your Lucas Doncic, from your 
Anthony, even Anthony Edwards, your your any young rising star, he's gonna take the attention away because he's somebody, he's somebody and someone, a type of player we've never seen before. Yeah, he he's listen. I was uh, somebody who was skeptical, and granted, he hasn't played anybody who really can body up and force him out of the paint just yet. Um, but what I've seen is like a guy who can handle the basketball like a guard. And the funny thing about it was the the. Biggest question I had on him was, yes, of course he can handle the basketball. He's a big man that can handle the basketball. But if he's dribbling at his regular height, that should be steals every day. Victor dribbles very low to the earth, gets past you. Uh, I saw him over. do it. He's doing I the saw, thing. I saw him do a nutmeg on uh, on, on Reggie Bullock. And, <laughs> on Reggie Bullock as he's coming through the lane. I mean, like, it, there is and, – and the part about it that gets me the most excited is when I look at his game, there's so many things that are technically correct. Even when I see him in the post, right, his footwork is at an elite level. Now, do I think that he's going to be able to do those moves on every center in the NBA, right? Are you down in the post uh, uh, spinning off a of Jokic and cooking him? Probably not because Jokic can just go, you're going to go that way right now. I'm not going <laughs> to let you get down here. But – then you have to bring in the aspect of this guy shoots over people and jumps on his jump shot. It's not like he's got like that center, like I'm just going to stand here and flick my – the Tim Duncan, right? The Tim Duncan, I got this. You're not good enough the to stop me. Open. I'm going to shoot over you. Yeah, I mean, no. Victor's like pulling up like Steph Curry, uh, <laughs> just jumping full length, probably at the height of, I don't know, what's he, probably nine feet when he jumps on his jump shot <laughs> at that point, arms fully extended, like – I love what this kid brings, uh, and, and I think he's going to be a lot of fun to watch. He's definitely going to be a main character because the NBA made rules to ensure that he's going to be a main character. Pop, <laughs> you cannot sit this young man. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, you can't just rest him. You got to come up with something. Get, like, there's got to be a, a fever of some degree to, to keep him out. What now, happened to Victor Vemignana? He died. <laughs> I can see him. I can see him right there. No, no he's not here. <laughs> uh, cause of missing game? Death. <laughs> <laughs> not in. His release point on his shot, too, is what to me has really been standing out. I saw him yeah. do a, a turnaround, like mid range fade jumper, and you're like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. Though the things that we worry about KD with, like, like, how do you guard KD? Because his release point is so high. He can shoot anywhere, he can get his shot anywhere on the court. And Wemyama's going to get there at a certain point. And man, it's like, what type of, what, what type of player would you even come up with to guard? somebody like him, right? <laughs> I think that's the problem too, right? You know, he's going to gain weight. You know, he's going to be, he's, he's worked on his body a ton. He's already in professional mode. And on top of that, you mentioned the release point to me, it's how he gets to the release point. He's got the handle to create his own shot very much like a KD. And at least with a KD, right? Like you can't stop KD, but at least I have somebody, I have guys in the NBA who are comparable, right? I can send a Kawhi Leonard at you. I can send a Paul George at you. They can do the best that they can on you and make things a little bit tougher with a hand in your face. Where are you putting a hand at on this guy? If I jump with him, pause, pause. That's crazy. Well, if I if I jump with this guy here, I mean, realistically speaking, like it's a foul because yeah. of how he does the jump shot, the lean back that he has in it. Like Victor to me is is a really exciting player. I really now here's the thing. These are the best defenders in the world. These are the best players in the world. They're going to adjust. I think the exciting part and even adds to the storyline of Victor Wembanyama is how does the NBA adjust back to him? Yeah. Do we do we have the 
team signing an Eric Dampier so that they can guard Shaq level of, do we do that again? Right. Remember when that was happening in the NBA? Uh, when every team had seven centers, just so that just got, so that four of them could foul out. We, uh, we everybody's got six fouls, right? Like, yeah. Uh, the other thing with Wembenyama is his ability to grab and go. He's going to, he's seven, four, he's going to get rebounds and he can yeah. just grab the ball and go. And that's such an asset in today's NBA to be able to do that. All right. Give me another one of your main characters. Let me get John Morant. Oh, John Morant to me is going to be a main storyline because here's the one thing that I think people count out with John, right? The only issue that we have with John is the off the court stuff. Is there a major issue there? Whatever you say about the last situation to me, right? Maybe having some wrong people in your life, maybe having some people who aren't pointing you in the right direction. That's stuff that could be corrected. John Morant's still an elite basketball player. He's still going to come in and be a dominant player. I hope at a minimum, Derrick Rose teaches this young man to not just drive recklessly to the hole and hit the floor. If you learn anything from Derrick, learn that. But, uh, and Derrick was very different. Like he would just power dunk it over everybody. But, but. Yeah, yeah, Derek was a monster. Stop playing with him. Uh, I miss you. I miss you so much. Uh, please. Back, please when, come t- home. back when times were Please good. come home. <laughs> Tom, I mean, you, Tom Thibodeau. Let's get it back together. Joe Kim Noah's already an ambassador. <laughs> yeah. Who did you say? Uh, no, I, I enjoy it. Uh, Tom Thibodeau. Uh, he, he, as he joined, uh, it, we already got Joe Kim Noah as an ambassador. I said, give me Joe as a coach. Just give me Joe as a coach. Tom right there. We bring back Jimmy Butler. End of his career. We might as well. We're bringing back old guys anyway. Let's do it. Can we man. get Taj but, back? Can Taj Gibson come back? Taj is still playing in the league. Uh, I believe. Still with the Wizards. I think he's on the Wizards, didn't he? Yeah. We didn't do this on Count It Up. We should have. But the the Wizards did a uh, a fashion show, and they walked in, and I saw Taj do that. And I'm like, don't the 15 year veterans get exempt from the fashion show? Like, do, do we have to make them do that too? I love that Tosh Gibson is still in the league. That makes me so happy because it's just like, what's he do? He still just dunks on people. Ah, okay, cool. Uh, but no, to me, John Morant is uh, is, is an elite storyline this season because he's going to come back. He's still going to yeah, be a dominant be- player. He's still going to win. What is that going to – and how far is he going to be able to take that Memphis team that, in my mind, got better this offseason uh, by, by uh, means of – Selling off a certain piece that shall remain nameless to, uh, you know, just let that go over to Houston. Yeah, I mean, I mean you, you know how I feel about him. I'm not, I'm not a big fan. Dropped 39 on Team USA. Yeah. Oh, did he? No. Oh, hey, listen. When guys play for their country, what Patty Mills do last season? Exactly. <laughs> he, also, he, also got, he also got kicked out of the first preseason game in five minutes. So Talk about your nutmeg. Uh, so what, are, what are your thoughts on uh, John Morant uh, returning? It's a, he's a good one as a main character because there's something already built into the season, right? We're 25 games in. We're looking for stuff to talk about. We've got, all right, we've, we've seen some teams play. We've got all of a sudden, here comes Jabberant. Like, play his music. He's, he's coming back. We'll have the, what do the Grizzlies look like without John Morant storyline? And then yeah. we'll have the, now, how do they react to John Morant coming back? How do, they, how do they add him? Or maybe the Grizzlies are terrible, and then we'll be like, they need John Morant so bad, and we'll be talking about him anyway. Plus, there's the added level of, He's still going to be around the team. There's still going to be Josh stories and things. I mean, the ESPN with Baxter Holmes and Tim and uh, was it Tim McMahon dropped the story about Josh today, and like he's not even yeah. playing, but he's still around the team. He's able to be around the team, and so there are storylines already baked. That's into just that. until the season starts, though, right? When the season starts, you can't be around the team with a suspension. I, will, I mean, we'll see. I mean, listen, everybody. As long as long as nothing makes social media, but if NBA Young Boy. And uh, and Instagram Live is around. John Morant's going to be there. So, All right, I got one more. Let's do it. 
this team was voted one of the most like insane teams to predict. The hardest to predict if they'll have success or be a failure. And so whether this goes great or whether this goes terribly, Luka Doncic will be a main character this season. So, Oof. It's Over either, Kyrie? Cause, yeah, because it's either going to go well and yeah. then we'll be like talking Luka MVP because we've been waiting around for the Luka to take the MVP season. This is the, the same year in his career that Giannis got one, Jokic got one, like, you know, tw- 25 years old, sixth year in the league. Like, this is this is when they start doing it. Or it'll go really bad. And then all of a sudden we'll talk about is Luca the next star to ask for a trade? And then all of a sudden when that happens, he'll be the he'll be the the main character of the whole season, right? Like past James Harden and all that, right? So either yeah. way, I think Luca it will be main character. I I would agree with that. I I think that uh this is his time to show and listen, he played very well last season. The team yeah. didn't perform well, but he played very well. I think that Luca's given a lot of grace though. That's the only pushback that I would have, that the grace that Kyrie isn't giving. Most people look at Luca's situation and go, it ain't him. <laughs> like, well, that's what his coach said we, last year. We, we could talk about Jason Kidd. We could talk about the defense. We could talk about, but it ain't him. I can guarantee client, that. I'm watching, just like you guys. Hey, you know what I mean? I, I want to see, I think the storyline may shift more because uh, I think that you guys love Luca more than anything else down there. So uh, I think the storyline may shift more to somebody else who's on that team holding Luca back, which I guess could add to the story of Luca. But uh, I could see a Kyrie or a, or a Jason Kidd being uh, more of a main character there. Every NBA star has an arc in their career. Wembenyama's in it right now. He starts it. You're beloved. Everyone's yeah. like, I was on this guy early. I, you know, everybody says, everybody tries to say that they called it early. He's yeah. loved. You want to see, you want to see what he can do. You want to see more from him. You want to see him do this. And then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden some expectations come. And then usually they get to a point where they exceed expectations early. Luca plays to seven yeah, games yeah, with yeah. the Clippers gets to the Western conference finals. And we're like, Oh my gosh, this guy is insane. Beating the Suns by himself. All that you're, you're saying, look at this team. He dragged the Western conference finals. Then all of a sudden there's expectations on you. And this is where you get the Kevin Durant in Oklahoma City where they couldn't win the title. They could, couldn't get to the title or to yeah. the finals. And then you start getting the hate. And then all of a sudden yeah. you, you try to make deci- you know, the players start making decisions for themselves and their career. And then you get to where LeBron is. And then you're, like, you go to the other side of the arc where like, man, LeBron was pretty good. <laughs> people for, people how- forget. It's amazing how when he like stops playing against your team that he's just dominating with everything. You're just like, you know, this guy's not half bad. Like, <laughs> he's no Michael Jordan. You know, somebody but, was pretty uh, good in their career. Chris Paul. <laughs> Chris Paul was pretty good. I mean, we kind of coming up. Let's talk about the most interesting, fun things in the NBA in our segment that we call Canada. But before we do, let me tell you about FanDuel. FanDuel has all kinds of odds and lines. They can get you through the NBA season, the NFL season. It's America's number one sports book right now. New customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Go check out FanDuel and see what they have. We were talking about Victor Weminyama. Rookie yeah. of the year odds right now. Victor Weminyama, number one, plus 110. You bet 100 bucks and he wins. You win 110 bucks. Chet Holmgren, number two. He's at plus 320. Scoot Henderson, 370. Huge gap. Brandon Miller plus twenty eight hundred. You bet hundred bucks. Brandon Miller wins Rookie of the Year. You get twenty eight hundred dollars on that one. Amin Thompson plus four thousand. Cam Whitmore plus four thousand. That one's kind of crazy to me. Keontae George, Bilal Koulibaly, 
Uh, go, you can go down the list. Where do we have to? Derek Lively plus fifteen thousand. I could, I could be set pretty well if I put some money down on Derek Lively to win, to win rookie of the year. <laughs> you can do it by going to FanDuel.com/slash lockdown again. Put down five bucks, you can you get two hundred dollars in bonus bets guaranteed. So check it out again. FanDuel.com/slash lockdown. Thanks everybody for hanging out with us on Locked On NBA, being an everydayer, listening every day. We've got a daily Locked On show for your team every day. Check the link in the description. Also, Adam Mares and Wes Goldberg will be back tomorrow talking more NBA, talking preseason, talking James Harden. Another non-update will probably happen, and they'll talk about that. <laughs> but for now, let's talk about the most interesting, fun things in the NBA in our segment that we call Count It Up. Adam Silver said that said on ESPN that the NBA is considering going back to East versus West at the All-Star game, which would mean no more player draft this weekend. So my question is, draft style or East versus West style? Which one do you like better? Eliminating the All-Star game. Just take it out? Yes. Just abolish it. The point of the All-Star game when the All-Star game was invented was because I didn't have the opportunity to see all the stars in the NBA and it helped build their brand up. I can yeah. see every single star every night in the NBA, and I do. I watch Luka Doncic probably almost as much as you do because he's really fun to watch play basketball. Definitely. I watch John Morant. I watch uh, 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 Nikola Jokic. I, I mean, like, name whatever player you want to say. We get to see these guys all the time. At this point, the players don't even want to watch or be in the All-Star game. Remove the All-Star game altogether. You're done with it. You're done. You're done with the. I've I been done. I've been done with the All Star Game for like <laughs> probably six years. I'm I not keep. Gonna lie. I keep going back to the first year they did the draft style and the uh, the uh, what's the the Elam ending, and it was great. We had that moment where it was like the fourth quarter was hotly contested. They took it seriously. It was. It felt like good basketball in the fourth quarter, or at least good basketball for an All Star Game. And I keep going back to that, but it's. Uh, I don't think they're gonna recapture the magic of just that that one. I don't know. Go back no. to go back to East West. It's fine. I mean, who cares? Like, <laughs> yeah, listen, the end season turn. If you're doing the end season tournament, promote that more. Like, I don't. I I could care less about an All Star game that the players don't couldn't give a less of a hoot to be in. <laughs> no hoots given about the All. No hoots game. given. A fan showed up with eight Russell Westbrook jerseys on. He had all of them on at the same time. He left the arena with nine when Russell Westbrook gave him his jersey. Westbrook said, I don't take any people that support me for granted. My question is, how many jerseys of one player is too many? I'm not a jersey guy while guys are still playing usually, but at this point I probably could go in on the rush jersey. Um, Eight? But if you've got if you've got more than three of one guy, that's tough. That's a little that's a little high for me. It's a little high for me. And to wear all of them at the same time. I mean, he was just doing the, I'm a fan, I'm a fan, I'm a fan. Like, just showing all the jerseys he had. I mean, that, uh, welcome to TikTok generation. I, that's just that's just the modern era. Hey, we're talking about him, right? We're talking about yeah. him. Yeah. Hey, we're talking about him. Shout out to him. I mean... I'm I'm not a uh, I'm a I'm a huge Russ fan. I think that Russ gets a lot of unnecessary flack, but uh, I'm not sweating for Russ. You know what I mean? Eight jerseys, you're sweating a little bit. Is this a T-shirt underneath the eighth jersey as well? Does he have like <laughs> sleeves on, or is he just he's raw dog in that bottom jersey? Oh, hey, uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> can we not say that? Can we not? <laughs> Get a room with your jerseys. <laughs> yo, hey, yo. <laughs> Uh, 
here's a speaking speaking of love for a player. Okay, all right. I was wondering where we were going with that. I had the Zion Williamson button ready. The biggest Ben Simmons fan ever. Oh, I saw this. She came to a game. He had a tattoo of Ben Simmons' face on his chest. And Ben Simmons gave him a shirt, took a picture with him. My question is just, what the hell? I don't even know what to say to that, dog. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, you put another man's face on your chest who didn't know you existed before that. Like that, I just smudged my glasses from that. I like I I have no idea what to tell you about that, bro. Like I couldn't, I I couldn't put anybody. I'm I'm not I'm big with the tattoo world, and I'm not like you know what I mean. But like if I was to get tattoos, I wouldn't put anyone's face on me except my daughter's, maybe. Like I've because seen, no like, matter what, those people will at some point let you down. Well, unless they're dead. Like like oh, a Martin Luther that was, King Jr. That was, that was too easy of a joke, Doc. <laughs> I'm leaving that alone. You're not getting me canceled tonight. <laughs> uh, somebody somebody that has done incredible things in history, right? That are like that is like the life is already done. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you go down that rabbit hole by yourself. I'm not cracking a joke on that one. <laughs> you got no MLK Jr. joke. I got. I got. Nothing, nope. No. You're not. You're not getting me through. Hey, listen. I got a career that's actually working in my favor. Like, I, I am got, good. I got eight podcasts, and I don't need to get kicked off of all eight of them today. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's exactly what is going to happen. Yeah. Speaking of jerseys that we were talking about earlier, Kyle Kuzma tweeted: "Nike is ruining the nostalgia of jerseys. Every year, it's a new jersey, and what gets lost is brand identity." My question is: Are there too many jerseys now? Is he is he speaking specifically on like the city edition thing? There that, are the, new jerseys every single year, and then yeah. I think the the biggest problem is we get the Miami Vice jerseys and we get yeah. the Utah Sunset jerseys, and then yeah. like the Mavs do the green jerseys that everybody likes, and then they just stop using them the next year, and then you know they use them for a couple of years, and then that's it, and then it's done. When you get a win, take the win, right, and keep yeah. keep that jersey because that was a, a big hit. Yeah, and uh, so many of the city edition jerseys I've seen this year are gross. Um, Cleveland, they, Cle- I saw cl- I saw a clip of Cleveland today. They had this like you know tip off extravaganza, whatever. They're in an yeah. auditorium with a, like a theater auditorium. They have this big thing on the stage of like an unveiling, and then they unveil it. They drop the curtain and they unveil it, and I was like, it, it almost I could almost hear the. <laughs> I can almost hear that music because you look at the jersey and you're like, really? It just says the land on it. And it was basically the same maroon color with the same like yellow. F- and I'm like, okay. That's it. It's just mad quiet. And then all of a sudden you hear, oh, brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> like I just. That, yeah, fish is, that, that fish is the most savage fish. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm I'm I agree with Coos. I'm kind of done on it. I don't know if it if you lose brand identity though. Like, I listen. It, you have your jersey. First off, you play for the Wizards. There's no brand. There. But second <laughs> off, like there used to be the Bullets. You know, you know what I mean. Like, and that jersey was good. But to me, um, Still I mean, got like the main when, you ones. See, when you see a solid Mavs jersey, when you see a solid Bulls jersey, yeah, Lakers. I mean, I, I like the I like the little Dallas crusted. No, okay, yeah, I tried. I tried to include you. The, the, the Mavs, Bulls. the Mavs fans have wanted a rebrand for so long. 
<laughs> you can't beat the Bulls logo. I mean, you just you just can't beat it. No, it's it, it, Bulls have uh, one of the most iconic uh, logos of all time. It helps having a goat, but there the upside that. down crab is just it's the greatest logo I've ever seen. I, I thought it was a robot reading the Bible. That's what I've always seen. It. Yeah, robot, a robot reading the Bible. Yeah, but no, I, he's I reading the Jordan Rules book is what I, he's I, I, <laughs> they were really killing this guy. Uh, Bill, but not what I, I just. I just, I don't agree that you lose brand identity. I think you just play for a team that has no brand identity. <laughs> yeah, I Like mean, they, right they now, keep what's your jersey. favorite, what's your favorite Wizards jersey? Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know in the comment section, who's going to be a main character for the NBA season. Go check out the podcast that covers your team every day. Click the link in the description. I cover Locked On Mavs. Pat covers Locked On Bulls. All that. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On NBA. Bye-bye. Boom!